The Shabbos before Purim, we read Parsha Zohar. And the Mogin Avram asks, why is it specifically in connection to remembering what Amalek did, that we have this special Kriya? Why don't we find this in regards to the other things that Torah tells us to remember? We have Matan Torah, we have Shabbos, we have the story of Miriam, Cheto Egel. The Mogin Avram answers that as far as Matan Torah, well, we have Shavuos. As far as remembering Shabbos, well, we have every single Shabbos. When it comes to the story of Miriam, which is associated with Lashon Hara, and the story of Chet Egel, of course, these are things associated with disgraceful things for B'nai Yisrael, and that's why we don't make such, um, something as a special remembrance for it. So it's only regarding Amalek that we have this special Kriya. But the Rebbe's question is seemingly we have, for remembering what Amalek did, we also have Purim. First of all, we have the Kriya of Vayavay Amalek on Purim itself, and some of the other things that we do on Purim also associated with remembering what Amalek did and eradicating Amalek. The question is even more. The whole purpose of remembering what Amalek did is in order to erase Amalek, which is something that we can't do these days. And yet... It's specifically regarding the remembering part of Amalek that we have the special Kriya in the Torah. What, what is the point of it? In order to understand this, says the Rebbe, let's understand generally this mitzvah of remembering Amalek. Why is there a mitzvah, a separate mitzvah to remember what Amalek did, when again, first of all, we can't even practically do it these days. And also, why do we need a mitzvah to remember in order to then go ahead and erase Amalek? We don't find this by other mitzvahs that we need to remember something and then go ahead and do that actual thing. We only have the mitzvah to do whatever whatever, is take, whatever it takes to do it. Which all tells us that in addition to just eradicating and erasing Amalek, there is something unique or something special. There's a special point in just remembering what Amalek did. And in fact, that's going to be considered a separate mitzvah even for itself. In the Minyan mitzvahs, there's going to be two separate mitzvahs. Remembering what Amalek did and erasing Amalek. The Rebbe explains that it goes like this. In the Avoidah, in a person's own service to Hashem, remembering what Amalek did, that itself actually eradicates Amalek. That actually eradicates what Amalek was trying to achieve. What is Amalek? Chazal tell us, Chassidus brings, he knows his master, he knows Hashem, and yet he intentionally rebels against Hashem. So the point is, when there is this Amalek sort of attitude, when there is this sort of idea, something that's trying to cause us to rebel against Hashem, if we will just remind ourselves that this is really Amalek, and this is what Amalek was trying to do, this itself will help us rid ourselves of this Amalek idea to completely uproot any sort of feeling of rebelliousness against Hashem and acting similar to what Amalek did, as will soon be explained. This will also tell us why we have a special Kriya in the Torah for Zohar. Because Torah, as we know, is considered the Balabayas. It rules the world. It changes the world. When, we're, when we connect this remembering of Amalek with a Kriya in the Torah, then... Remembering Amalek itself will help us to eradicate, to erase, to remove the Amalek inside of ourselves. The Rebbe says this will also explain why reading Pasha Zohar is considered a mitzvah midoyiraisa. Because then it also has the special advantage that a mitzvah midoyiraisa has over a mitzvah midrabonon. Generally a mitzvah doyiraisa is the one that actually changes, has an impact and changes the world. The Rebbe explains, Acharonim speak about that when it comes to prohibitions, so they are more, according to some opinions at least, it's more about a command on the person. You don't go ahead and do this. It's not about saying that the item itself is inherently forbidden. When it comes to Yisuri Deiraisa, the Torah says something is Osir, then the thing itself, 
becomes now completely forbidden. It's called the Isur Chefza. And the Rebbe explains, even though it's true that in some ways mitzvahs and Rabbanon have a certain advantage, they bring out a certain dedication, commitment of the person that he's ready to do even more for Hashem, even more than he's commanded. But again, as far as changing the world, changing the objects of the world, that's more emphasized in a mitzvah midoy raisa. And this is why we say, Pasha Zohar is a mitzvah midoy raisa to read, because it's going to be with the koyach of Torah that we have that ability to erase the Amalek inside of us. What is this idea of erasing Amalek? What's Amalek all about? The Rebbe says, since we just said that remembering what Amalek did is an ongoing mitzvah, it's a mitzvah not only the once a year, we actually have to do it every single day, it's understood that this is something relevant to each and every one of us in every single time and place. Now even though, of course, if we said Amalek is about rebelling against Hashem, chas v'shalom to say that that's relevant to remember every single day, not to rebel against Hashem, of course, most Yidin on a regular basis are not thinking about rebelling against Hashem. But on a, in a more subtle way, there is this concept that we need to be, be mindful of. And remember that it shouldn't be a Yodeyas rebellion knowing Hashem and intentionally rebelling against Him. Again, in a subtle way. What does this mean? Chazal tell us on the Pasuk, in regards to the story of Amalek, the Pasuk says, Kiyod al Kais Yudke. Muhammad Hashem Ba'amalek Midoyer Chazal tell us here that the Pasuk says the word Yudke, and Kais could also mean covered. Chazal tell us that Hashem's name is not complete until Amalek is erased. So Yudke and Vavke are separated. We only have the Yudke. Vavke is concealed. What does this actually mean? And how does it have anything to do with Amalek? So Chassidus explains to us, based on Kabbalah, that the Yud and the first He of Hashem's name correspond to Chochmah and Bina, generally the idea of intellect. And the final two letters, Vavke, correspond to Midas, to emotions is the Vav, and Torah. And the final He is Dibur, Maisa, speech and action. So what's Amalek fighting? What's Amalek all about? On the one hand, he has all the intellect. He understands about Hashem, he knows about Hashem. And yet, it doesn't impact his Maisa, his actions. He doesn't have that idea of Kabbalah soil because Hashem said so, that's why I'm going to do it. Just the opposite. He's Machav and Limerud, but he's intentionally rebelling against Hashem. He knows all about it, and yet he's going to do exactly what he feels like doing. And this is where we tell every single Yid, where you need to be careful at every level of Avoida, a constant reminder, you should always be remembering what Amalek did. In other words, a Yid learns, and he understands about Alikus, and he learns Torah, but Chaz V'Shalom, there shouldn't be in a, a situation where his Kabbalah soil, his acceptance of Torah and Mitzvahs, isn't matching that which he knows is right, that which, that, that which he knows about Hashem. You always need to ensure to bring down that which you have in the intellect and the Yudke, to bring it down into Vavke, into Maisa B'Poil. It shouldn't be your Deyas Riboinoi to know Hashem and Chaz V'Shalom to rebel against them. Says the Rebbe, this will also explain to us... The timing of the story of when it all happens. The Torah says, After they leave Mitzrayim before Matan Torah. Because Amalek is really about opposing the whole Chiddush of what Matan Torah is all about. Matan Torah was about a Torah shouldn't remain Beruchnius on the spiritual level. Rather, it should come down is down here, down to earth. And mostly into Maisa Bapoil that we should be doing Mitzvahs HaMaisa Ikar. In fact, this is what the Malachim also claimed. Torah should remain up in the heavens. So when we go ahead and we fight Amalek, we erase Amalek, we allow and make sure that anything that's in the mind, in our understanding, comes down into practice, into Maisim Apoel. So that's the way, not only do we get rid of Amalek, we also 
remove the argument and claim of the Malachim. Torah is not about staying up in the heavens, it's about coming down here. And that, that's what, that brings about that Torah should be given to us. And therefore concludes the Rebbe. This is why it's so important in our Avodah constantly to remember Amalek. And we have the Kriya in Zohar. To remember that before everything else, before we can even approach Torah, we have to have this mindset that everything that we learn about and that we know about comes down into practice into Maiseb Apoyal. And by doing all of this, we'll be Zohar very, very quickly to getting rid of Amalek completely through Mashiach Tzedkeinu now.